Hey guys, it's Jordan. Listen, before we get to the podcast, I wanted to know if you have checked out our Fearless Community platform. There's a link in the description. We have over 110 members every Wednesday night. We go through the Constitution. On Thursday nights, we have roundtables with different guests, and we would love to have you a part of it. Also, it's one way you can support the show and what we're doing. But to get to the podcast, we have a guest today, Ben from Real America's Voice. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode for Speak Truth Without Fear. And today I have a good friend of mine. I'm really excited because me and Ben, uh, we've been trying to get him on for a while now. And he's he is always in the field. He is busy. He's on the border. You've seen him at Trump rallies. But he's a good friend of mine. He's a Christian, conservative husband, father, son who loves his country and his values that it was founded on. He's unashamed, politically incorrect. And he loves Jesus. Uh, and he also believes that free market capitalism is the best economic system the world has ever known. He's a reporter with Real America's Voice. I'm so excited to have Ben Burkwam on. <laughs> What's how you up, doing? brother? Uh, bro, how are you? You doing good? <laughs> I'm good. I thought you were coming up with that off the top of your head, and then I realized that's that's my bio. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's so good. That's so good. I love it. <laughs> I I changed some stuff. I'm like, how do I make this a little bit? We'll make this a little bit more emotional. Yeah, I gotta update it. It's it's uh, it's it's a little dated, but I, I, I you know I'm I'm home so rarely that uh, I'm literally in a field this time. But literally, it's, uh, I'm always in the field. When uh, when Ben came on before we started this podcast, I was, like he was literally, I'm like, oh my god, because he's like, yeah, I'm I'm in a field right now. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought like he's like, I don't know, maybe in his backyard, but no, he's. If you're on Rumble and you're watching this right now, Ben is literally in the field. This is like you're watching War Room. If you watch War Room, you'll see Ben, and this is normally where Ben is. He's literally in the field. I love it. Yeah, oh just keep your God. eye keep your eye on the tree line for illegals coming out. <laughs> the Arkansas illegals might start popping out any any second now. So stay oh, tuned. Oh, hey, we, we got we got a couple minutes. To, we're gonna have you on for a bit, so we're I'm sure we'll be able to to we'll watch your back for you as yeah. we are going. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> Gotta do my quick move. All right. All right. I'm ready. Oh my gosh. So man, so I mean, me and Ben, we've been chatting for a while. And I mean, first of all, I want to say this. I don't even know if you know this, but before I even got into politics, because this whole Speak Truth Without Fear, we launched just about seven or eight months ago. But before I even met Ben, um, the first time I met Ben was literally on January 5th. It was a day, yep. a, a day before January 6th. But even before that, I had followed Ben's work just as an American citizen from Los Angeles because with the whole steal of November 3rd, uh, I watched War Room every single day after November 3rd. It was November, like that was my moment where I'm like, what is happening? We've lost our country. And the only um, news source organization that I knew that I could semi-trust was I heard about Bannon's War Room. So I'm wa- I watched Bannon's War Room, I mean, every single day, all the way up and, until January 6th, until uh, I met Ben for the first time. So when I first, I, when I ran into Ben the night before, it's like freezing. I don't know if you remember, it's like 30 degrees oh, yeah. outside. And, you know, I told, I told you my story. I'm like, man, Ben, I am a huge fan of you, bro. I'm so happy to see you. And I was telling him, he's like, well, let's have you come on the war room. So I was already a huge fan of war room. And then Ben brought me on. 
I got to to talk to Bannon. It was it was a cool thing. So that's just like a fun little story of our you know, first time I, meeting. I I remember it uh, like it was yesterday because the impact, uh, w- w- the whole thing, everything we do, and everything I get to do, the blessing that I get to, the life I get to lead, uh, being a part of of making a difference. To me, it's all about affecting people's lives. And so when you came up and told me your story and your family story. Uh, and and where you guys came from and and yeah. love of this country and to see it all falling apart and and then to hear like that's where you went to to keep your sanity during this time uh, it just it was a huge honor so uh, you know it it may have been an honor for you but it was a huge honor for me too because that's really why I do what I do is to make an impact on people's lives because for me that's what you know it's it's about my children's lives and their 100%. children's lives uh, and if we're not impacting the world if we're not making it better for the next generations, then we're not, then I shouldn't even be doing it. And the only way I get the, it's really about validation of what I'm doing is meeting people like you. So it's, uh, oh, it's an dude. absolute honor, brother. I uh, appreciate it, man. Seriously. I, I am a, I am a fan of your work and all that you do. Cause you're, you're always on the field. And, uh, you know, we, we talked this past week after you were on war room again and I saw, you know, I'm just going to play the video now. We can kind of start the conversation that sure. way. Cause I saw you were on War Room this past week with Bannon, and you pl- you showed you were well. Actually, I'm just going to play this video real quick for everyone to watch, and then you can just describe uh, what you saw, and we'll get into the conversation because Ben has been on the border exposing what the American government and the Biden regime does not want you to know. Here's a clip of Ben on the border. You want to get pissed off? President Trump said that wall wasn't tall enough, 18 foot wall, so he built this one over 30 feet tall. He's gonna have lighting put in on this whole border down here so you could see, so Border Patrol could see at night. Because this is where the drug smugglers drop off, just off the uh, the two highway in Mexico. That's where the drug smugglers drop their guys off. Goes for miles. We're uh, over 20 miles outside of San Luis down that way. President Trump said, you know, we're gonna spend the money, the infrastructure to fix this. Got all the concrete footings in place we're over here. We're looking at miles big, of wall right wall. now with a gate that's that's open and right over here this is gonna piss you off all of the material the lights that are supposed to go up on the light poles the light poles we got more of the fencing down there here's some of the lights right here i mean what we're looking at right now for those that are not able to watch this on that are listening on maybe apple or spotify um, if you're on Rumble, you see this, but we're seeing, I mean, Ben, you're standing in front of a huge wall that Trump built, but the door is open. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. gate is open. And then as you walk into the gate, you see all of these materials. So explain what happened, how you even found this place and uh, what's going on. This is, this is one spot. Uh, I was down on a tour with uh, Yuma County Sheriff uh, Leon Wilmot, uh, just an awesome patriot uh, standing up for this country, doing way too much work on the border he's actually had to to backfill border patrol because they're so overwhelmed in yuma and so he was taking me out to the edge of the wall and he said i just have he he told me he's like i gotta take you he asked me what i wanted to see and i was like well show me what other people haven't seen what they haven't reported what's not being talked about and he's like well i I got a spot for you so we we were driving out here in the desert like you know right off the there's a, a bombing military base right there and, and he's like, this is where the drug trafficking is happening. You know, we're, I'm seeing hundreds of people coming across every single day uh, on like clockwork down between San Luis and Yuma. But what the, the key to all of this is that the places where, where we're finding the large numbers of people, that's not really the big story. I mean, that, it's a huge story because that's 
trillions of dollars of taxpayer money out of your pockets that we're going to be paying for these people that are sucking off our system, uh, claiming false asylum. They know they don't qualify for. But the real story is the the cartels using those people to be able to push the drugs out in the desert. And this is one of those stretches. And the reason why it's such a critical point, there's there's a lot of areas along the border that have have walls. President Trump was putting up walls. There's very few where they have the infrastructure set up like this, where they're going to have lights about every hundred yards uh, all the way down for miles and miles and miles. And the reason is because it's such a heavy drug trafficking corridor. And so that's where we went. We went down there and he started showing me, you know, these every single one of these concrete footings, this is where a light was going to go. And actually, when we started driving, there were two lights that were put up and then we drove for miles and there were hundreds of these concrete footings that had nothing on them. And we got to this spot, this opening in the wall. And in fact, Right on the other side, on the at the 18 foot wall, you could see where people drive up, they they park, they drop guys off, and then just the amount of traffic coming up and over that fence there, running right through the open gate and out into this military base. Uh, one side note is this military base right there outside of San Luis, they have to shut down military operations as these illegals are crossing it because uh, oh they can't be dropping bombs on people as they're crossing through this area. So it's there's all kinds of secondary. Uh, and, and uh, tertiary consequences to all of this that we're seeing that nobody's talking about. But he, we pulled up there and I just could not believe it. I mean, I've seen the stockpiles of the 30 foot high fences. It's all over. Right. When when Joe Biden sold the election, when they went into uh, got into office and uh, the first day they stopped the border wall construction. A couple things. One is that is costing taxpayers if they ever end up paying, the contractors are guaranteed a million dollars a day. And there's four contractors wow. that uh, are working, four primary contractors that are working on building the wall across America to secure America. Those contractors are guaranteed if they had to stop work a million dollars a day. And that's since Joe Biden took office the uh, or stole the election. This, so, wait, uh, so are this, we still paying for the construction of the wall, even though it's not being finished? We're paying for the contractors to do nothing. We're, we're burning a million dollars a day per contractor. So it's around $5 million a day. Now, that's if that's what they, they are owed because that's the contract that they were given. But uh, I was talking to one of the contractors last week and he said they'll be, you know, they're still fighting to get any of the, the money that they're owed because they're sitting out there. They've got millions of dollars of equipment. They've got all of this infrastructure that they've put out here. They've already footed the cost on all this stuff. And, and then you have Joe Biden come in and say, stop the stop the building of this racist wall, whatever, you know, nonsense he called it. And so we went out there and this I've, I've seen stockpiles, but I've never seen anything like this. We're talking I, I couldn't even give a dollar amount, but it's in the, the tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of equipment that is simply left out there in the desert, rotting in the desert, fiber optic cables, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of bales of of the thick uh, four inch electrical uh, conduit lines. I mean, just, it's just incredible. These, these lights and each one of these lights costs a thousand dollars. I mean, it's the, just the amount of money of taxpayer money. I've never seen anything like it. And the, well, you'll, you'll show it uh, what the, what I found out after we were, we actually got basically chased off the property. I was doing the video. You don't see it in the video because I pretty much ignored the guy when he came up, but he started saying, you guys can't be out here. You can't be out here. And I'll, you know, who was was telling you this? Uh, a private contractor, security contractor, who was hired by the Biden regime to uh, to make sure, in fact, <laughs> that nobody, not media, was not allowed within a mile on either direction of this location. And luckily, I got wow. in there to show show the American. So people. they're so they're just they are literally trying to hide this, and yes. they 
So Biden gets in office January 20th. The next following day, he puts a stop on the this entire wall that we've already paid for. We paid for this That's wall. Right. All the materials are already there. The contractors are getting paid regardless and with these contracts, even though they haven't got paid yet. And now they have security guarding all the materials to make sure that you and the media does not show what is really happening at the border. Exactly. Wow. This is this is unreal. So, I mean, so who's what what I mean, what is the main policy then? Because right now, obviously, we've had a huge influx of caravans. We have I mean, and you you've have had so many videos. I just watched your looked at your Instagram the last couple of videos and you're showing me passports. You're showing me I mean, shoes. You're showing me uh, uh, airplane tickets, people flying in from Mexico City and Colombia and all these different nations. Um, what is, cause we're seeing a huge spike in the last nine yep. months of why, pe- why, what are people, whether it's the border patrol people, the locals there, what are they saying? The reason is for this huge spike of, of illegal immigrants coming across well, the border. We're actually interviewing a lot of them as they come and without fail, they, they say, uh, to some effect or another that Joe Biden invited them. They heard that America's <laughs> open. Now's the time to come. And one of the things, and I've got actually a, a little treasure trove of uh, my my show and tell that I got down from the border. Um, you know, I've got wallets so that one of the things that they do is they'll dump. This guy has his name. His name's Manuel. It's got his phone number on here. Uh, they'll dump their their wallets. And this one still has a little bit of money in it. Uh, wow. They'll dump money before they come across. We've got IDs. We've got passports. They rip them up so that it's harder to find out who they are. Uh, these ones are from the Ukraine. Uh, I've got passports from India. I've got passports oh. from Spain. My Again, gosh. ripped up. I've got this guy from Colombia, uh, and you know, so and, and we find them all over. These are people the place. all over the world, all over the world. We uh, there, there, there's 151 different countries so far that Border Patrol has captured coming across our southern border. And the worst part, the cartels are actually advertising this. They've become basically a travel agency for illegal immigration. They are in uh, the Middle East, inviting potential terrorists to come if they pay enough money they will bring anyone across our southern border so we've got people from yemen we've got uh, terrorists that have actually been caught at the border from yemen we've got people coming in from iran uh, from iraq from afghanistan from pakistan uh, all over the middle east we've got people coming in from china wow. uh, and and this you know people coming in that are pregnant at the time or having children as they go oh my these gosh. are the smallest pair of shoes that i found and and the, when i see these like things like this you know, the children that I see that are, are being drug across the desert in 100 plus degree heat, 100 percent humidity. A lot of these children are being sold by the cartels. So one of the, the, the things, the saddest part is uh, that men coming across have a harder time of getting in if they're single men. But if they have a child with them, there's a loophole that allows you to basically have a, a, an easier time requesting asylum. So men are purchasing and even women are purchasing children from the cartels. Families down in Mexico that are desperate, that don't have money, they're selling their children. Sometimes children are being kidnapped or taken from families, uh, and then they're being sold. And they're using these children. They're sending them across the border. And this is where, you know, President Trump, he got all this heat from idiots like AOC and Joe Biden saying that we're separating families. The truth is that a lot of these so-called families were never families to begin with. But the same organization, you want to talk about salt in the wound, the same organization that's suing the America now and that Joe Biden is is uh, is uh, having you know conversations with about the four hundred fifty thousand dollars. The ACLU is the same organization that sued President Trump so that they couldn't do biometric testing to find out 
if the children actually belonged to the men that were bringing them across. Wow. And Border Patrol estimates, even without biometric testing, that a minimum of a third of the children that are being brought across the border do not belong to the adults that are bringing them, a minimum of a third. And so when we're talking about this separating families, the truth is we were separating children from monsters. From the traffickers. Uh, one of those, one, tra- it's, it's slavery. It's human slavery. And these children, uh, they're not just using them to get across the border. Many times they're raped along the way. Uh, one, one child in Yuma was interviewing Border Patrol down there, and they said they found this one child had been recycled 17 times. They had oh. been used to get a man across the border and then sent back. The cartels have people. It's not just cartels don't just exist in Mexico. They have taken over a large pop portions of America. They are in every major metropolitan city in America. And so they send these children across, then they send them back, resell them to another man to bring them across. Uh, and so this is what we're wow. seeing down there. You know, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I found locations actually there in Yuma where we found uh, children's underwear uh, laid out with a, a blanket laid down with used condoms and lubricant. I mean, it's Ugh. the, what you find down there is it's it's the the most evil you can imagine. I've I've been taken to rape trees when I was in La Jolla, uh, just outside of McAllen, Texas, a couple of weeks ago. The police officers there at La Jolla PD took me down to what they call a rape tree. It's a tree where the cartels, when they bring these slaves that they have across, they'll rape the girls uh, and and they'll put their underwear and their bras up in the tree as a trophy. Um, and it's, and you have those all across the border. So when we're talking about this, we're not talking about you know just desperate people trying to make a better life for themselves. What's going on right now is the largest slave trade in world history, and it's being brought to you by Joe Biden and the Democrats. They, they pretend to be compassionate. The reality is that it's, it's the most evil I've ever seen. So we've got, we've got this. We've got, um, but it's not just that. So you have, what's crazy is you have the evil side of it, but then you also have the, you know, the, the, uh, the airline tickets, and they're dumping these as well from, you know, this one's from Mexico City to Mexicali which is interesting because they fly into Mexicali, but they don't, most of them don't cross in Mexicali. And I interviewed border patrol and he said, because the reason most of the the crossings in in Mexicali are actually people that want to get away. They're not people that are turning themselves in is uh, Mexicali is the financial hub for many of the cartels and they don't want their business to be impacted. So you don't have nearly as much traffic in Mexicali, but they'll, they'll fly into Mexicali and then they'll be transported about an hour and a half away to Yuma and then they'll cross in Yuma. But one of the sickest ones that we're seeing now is, they're actually we have a ton of people coming in from Russia uh, and and the um, uh, Romania and some of the uh, Eastern European countries, and they're flying into Brazil and then they're flying to Cancun and spending a few days in Cancun and then they're going to Tijuana and and rushing the border. So I had a CBP agent call me and say, "You got to come check this out." And they're rushing the border. As soon as they get across the border, they throw their hands up in the air and they say, "Asylum, asylum." And they're going through these people's phones. And a day before, there's girls, you know, they're out on the beach in their bikinis in Cancun as a vacation. And now they're coming across our border because they they know you could just wow. simply walk in. I mean, it's insane. I mean, tell, I, it's, you, you go from the heartbreaking, the tragedy of these children being raped and women being raped along the way and what's going on there to just the utter disregard for the rule of law and the, the so total it, undermining of our system. It seems like this is all by design. And, and so yes. many so many people would say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. But then when you talk to Ben, who's literally on the border, he is talking with the locals. He's talking with the Border Patrol. I mean, you even have videos where you're you are filming the illegal illegal immigrants in line waiting to come. And one thing that you said on one of your videos that was 
man, was that the cartels would send very a lot of sick people to a specific area where the border patrol would have to tend to them because they're sick and they want to take care of them while they're using sick and weak and broken people that are that aren't that are distra- as a distraction to the border control while they can bring drugs and bring other legal immigrants across the border. Um, is th- I mean, this is what's happening. The cartel is basically running our border because the Biden regime is just doing nothing. That's exactly right. So the cartels control every mile of border along the southern side of the border and, and much of it along the northern side. They've taken over cities in America. So you go wow. to uh, Calexico and right on the other side of the wall in Calexico are houses lined uh, along the wall. And I talked to Border Patrol and I said, which one of those? I'd love to do a story on on which one of these houses are cartel houses, which ones, you know, how much of this community has been taken over by the cartel. And he looked at me and he said, point at any house. He said, you can basically uh, assume that that house is owned by the cartels. Uh, This is, the cartels own it all and they control it all. And all we are doing is making their jobs easier. So the the Biden policy of allowing these people to come in and, and claim false asylum, we know the vast majority of them won't qualify. The vast majority of them won't even show up at their hearings. The courts are backlogged five and six years uh, out, and that's right. You know, that was a, a couple months ago. They'll be ten years out uh, by the end of this year, or we'll just simply stop hearing them. And that's what the Democrats want. They just want to allow mass amnesty, and it's not eleven million people. It's right now we're somewhere between thirty and fifty million people in our country illegally. We just don't even know because they're not tracking it. Uh, this with the number of eleven million, we're talking about from the year two thousand. We're twenty-one years later, and on average. Every single year since then, it's been somewhere between one and five million people have crossed illegally. This is it's all controlled by the cartels. And so what they do is they will they will use these large groups like we saw in Del Rio. They fun, they, they push all of these so-called Haitians. And, and that's one of the other lies. It wasn't a bunch of Haitians. These are people that had been living in Brazil and Chile for four and five and six yep. years. They had children that they were bringing up that had Chilean citizenship and Brazilian citizenship. Uh, but they got the word. and We interviewed them. Why are you coming now? And they said, because. Joe Biden said we can come now. That's why they were coming. <laughs> and and they they use these. They use the people under the bridge and all of that lie about Border Patrol uh, whipping them. They use these people to rush the border. All of Border Patrol resources were funneled there. And they everywhere else, I, I, an hour away in a little town called Eagle Pass, which is just southeast of Del Rio, I went down there the next day and all of the Border Patrol that was there weren't there anymore. And you, you just had people, wave after wave of people, just walking across the river, walking up. It's about a 200-yard uh, field. They were walking across the field right up into the community. And then you would drive in between these cities. And there are there are Border Patrol checkpoints to be able to check the vehicles that made it through, or the people that made it through, uh, to check for drugs and to check for you know potential terrorists, whatever somebody wants to bring in. The checkpoints were closed down. Well, you know that you know who knows that first. It's the cartels. cartels. They have scouts everywhere. And so what they do is they will push a large group of people. They know they, they have their scouts checking the Border Patrol stations. They have the scouts checking along the border. And as soon as those areas open up, that's when they push their drugs. That's when they push their fentanyl. That's when they push their sex tra- their, their sex slaves that they're sending into sex trafficking in America. And all the, the former deportees, the people that are paying extra to get across that don't want to get caught. It's all orchestrated. Wow. So, I mean— Imagine what is going to happen next when you hear. I mean, we have three more years of this regime in our in I pray in DC. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, as of now, uh, again, I don't know how many how much lower your 
poll numbers can drop until it's like, hey, uh, we got to figure something out. But then you have the vice president who's at 28 percent. So it's not even worse. Even worse. <laughs> who, who are you going to bring in? Um, but I mean, what is going to happen when word starts getting out that now we're, we're looking at possibly four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per illegal immigrant that has come over? You know, I know they're saying right now it's only for those that were in 2018 for the trauma that the Trump administration put put them through. But I mean, this is just basically kind of ed, you know egging it on. Hey, the border's open. You showed us a video. The gate is open. We have a big Trump wall that was built behind another wall and we have all the materials and all we're hearing is the gate's open. They didn't finish the con. The contractors are still getting paid. Taxpayer dollars is completely being going to waste. And then on top of that, now we're paying illegal immigrants to literally come over to the border illegally. We're going to see exponential. We're already seeing it. Exponential growth in illegal crossings. We're seeing it right now. Uh, the the number of, of passports I'm seeing from other countries, you know, you used to expect it. It was mostly Honduran, El Salvador. It was the, yeah. the, uh, the uh, Central American countries, uh, Guatemala. That, that was where we were seeing most of the traffic. Then we started seeing some from Colombia and Venezuela. We're still seeing a lot of Venezuela, uh, these co- people escaping you know, communism, socialism to come to a country that is now turning. We're unfortunately going towards communism yeah. and socialism. And, and so that's where we, most, we were seeing it mostly. Now you're seeing it from everywhere. The floodgates are opening. The world has the memo uh, that America is open for the taking. And, and really what we're seeing is a... Uh, it's a recolonization around of America. You're seeing, you know, this. We get, we, so you hear true. the left talk about this all the time. That's what we're seeing is is basically a takeover of America, uh, and we're we're allowing it to happen. We're not only allowing it to happen, we are paying for it to happen, American wow. citizens, because it's not just the cartels. It's these NGOs. The real untold story are these non-governmental organizations that are being paid billions of dollars. And you, you talk about salt and wound. From what we understand, we're trying to find the money trail on this. The money, there's about $800 million that's owed to these contractors uh, for, you know, for doing nothing. Uh, but it's part of their contract. They, they're owed it because it's just like any other contract that we've set up. Joe Biden chose to not build the wall. Those contractors are still owed that money. Uh, they believe, I was talking to Admiral Kubik, who's one of those uh, engineers with one of the contractors, that, that they believe that that money that they are owed is now being used to pay for the NGOs to traffic more people. My so we God. actually have organizations in America, uh, the, the, some of their names, uh, El Otro Lado, Pueblo Sin Fronteras, Centro Sin Fronteras, uh, and, and many of these other groups, the Catholic Charities is a huge one. Um, but even the, the UN itself, the UN Immigration uh, uh, Pact, they, they have a, the Global Migration Pact, but there's a, a, a subdivision of the UN that is all about immigration and particularly illegal immigration. We are spending our money, our taxpayer dollars, to help fund these organizations that are down in Mexico and Central America and around the world, teaching these people that borders are illegal, that borders are bad, that borders are racist, that anyone has the right to go anywhere they want. And they are actually helping them come. And as they help them come, the more people that come, the more money that they get. It's it's a self-perpetuating uh, yep. system. The more money that they get, the more money the cartels get. So we're not only funding the cartels, we're funding these NGOs, American citizens that are working to undermine America from within. It is, yeah. it's well, the sickest thing you, I've ever seen. This is how you destroy the culture. This is how you destroy the values that, that we stand for is you bring in people that don't care about your culture, don't care yes. about even, even know the language. 
Um, well, not even not even that don't care that hate it. We have people coming yeah. in that are being taught that America is an evil country, uh, that America is a racist country. They're they're being taught all of those things that America that colonialism was the worst thing that ever happened. Although now we're seeing recolonization around the world. Uh, you know, they're being taught that America was a is a slave country while they're being sold into slavery. It's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's just it's it's evil. It's just pure yeah. evil. What's going on? Now this this is the fight between good and evil and. You know, one thing Trump always talked, he was, he was very passionate about ending human trafficking. And I think the, yep. the wall was a big, that was a result of that. Uh, a lot of people, you know, the media and politicians, they use this as a, you know, they took that one side sound bite of, you know, all Mexican are rapists when he never said that. They took that right. sound bite and they used that to draw a wedge and more division and to create this whole fake, um, you know, it's the entire fake narrative that Trump doesn't want that believes all Mexicans are rapists. And now we're at a place where we did, you know, the, you have a wall that is resembles racism, which is why they're able to continue to do this. Um, now, real quick, I mean, one, one last thing I want to talk about is are they I mean, are they testing them? Because right now when it comes to, to the vaccine and because right now we have Americans that can't even work. We have our first responders. We have nurses and doctors and policemen and and people all over the country. They're losing their jobs and their livelihoods because of a vaccine mandate. And now we just we've just opened up the border. I'm hearing, um, but only for the vaccinated uh, when it comes to international. So I'm I'm guessing they are making sure that all of these illegal immigrants that are coming across the border and claiming asylum, they're only getting asylum based off the Biden regime, only if they're vaccinated. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, you would, you would, you would hope, you would wish, you would dream. Uh, the answer is no. The, you know, I, I was interviewing the CVP, this uh, the, the Customs and Border Protection officer down there in Tijuana, and and that was one of the things he said. I'm real. I'm I'm uh, probably going to lose my job because I refuse to take this while uh, illegal aliens are coming across. You talk, you know, just wow. hypocrisy. A, a perfect example. So now we're allowing Mexicans with visas to cross back into America if they have the proof of the COVID vaccine, but illegal aliens can simply walk across the border. Uh, we don't test most of the time. We're not testing them for COVID, but they're also not being tested for tuberculosis, uh, for, for hepatitis, for all of the other diseases, yellow fever. And now we have dengue fever that's coming back up. There's reports of leprosy. Uh, all of these other diseases, some cases have been eradicated from America that are coming up uh, because they're coming from countries, again, all over the world, many of wow. which don't have the vaccines that we have, the standard ones, just to keep people from dying that yeah. we've all, you know, that you have to get in order to travel to other countries. Right. They, we have people coming from all over. And those people, they don't have to have a vaccine. They, most of the time, they're not even being tested for COVID. They're being released. This is the craziest part about this. Border Patrol is so overwhelmed right now that people that are crossing illegally, that are dumping their documents, that are making up fake names and making up fake families and creating whatever lie they or life they want to uh, have, have lived previously because there's no way of checking it. We don't have wow. the records from these countries. They can say whatever they want. They are being released into America, in most cases, in under 24 hours because Border Patrol doesn't have the resources to take care of them. And they're being released either directly into our country or into the very NGOs that are funding this wow. illegal immigration trade so, right now. I and, mean, it's and, like, and are they sending them to just different parts of the country? Then they're literally anywhere they want to go, anywhere they want to go. I mean, wow. I, I, I was in the airport. Uh, I flew from McAllen to Dallas and I was walking past the Bozeman, Montana 
the flight that was going to Bozeman, Montana, and there were a handful of them sitting in there waiting to go to Bozeman, Montana. If they're going Jeez. to Bozeman, Montana, they're going to everywhere else. And wow. and I and I don't want to scare you guys down in Florida, but Florida is the number one state that they're going to right now. Uh, everyone out of the people that we asked, it's about 50 percent that say they're going to Florida. So whether or not that is by design to undermine red states, uh, we know that a, a large number of these people are going to red states. And clearly we know uh, the left for, for years, they've wanted illegal aliens to backfill their voter rolls that they're yep. losing. Yep. And so this is a large part of that is to get illegal votes. Uh, California has perfected that. The rest of the country, we're seeing that happen. And uh, that's what I anticipate a lot of this being used for is illegal votes. But it's also just for the money and power. Democrats and the left are enriching themselves on human suffering right now. Dear God, but Democrats are benefiting off of human suffering. It's, it's 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 so true, and it's sad to actually say that it is. And we so I mean, just to recap this, guys, what Ben has exposed just in the last week, week and a half from being on the border, he didn't have to go there for a year or six months. He was there for a week or two, and then on the border, he showed that the the wall that is open, so people can just walk in. You have all of the gear and the lighting and the remaining of the remains of the wall that are sitting there that's been paid for by the taxpayer dollars. Then you have the contractors that have already been paid for and have the contracts. They are still getting paid even though they are not doing the work. And now you have Ben that's showing. And if you have, you're not, if you didn't see this on video, he had little shoes. He's having. There's obviously you can see underwear and trees where they, kids are being raped and they're being trafficked in our government is endorsing this. And not only are they endorsing this, but they are benefiting off of the suffering of humans. Um, man, Ben, this this is crazy. So, And and, and real quick, too, what we haven't yeah. talked about is the complicity in the media. Anyone else could go yeah. and do what I've done. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been covering this for several years now, uh, and, and people always ask me, how bad is it? And my answer is the same. As bad as you can imagine it is, it's worse than that. And every single time I go down there, it's getting worse. But you know, I'm, I'm doing this. We're exposing this. Our network, Real America's Voice, we're exposing this uh, with a shoestring budget. But you have large networks out there that have millions and millions of dollars that could go down and show the exact same thing, and they choose not to. While they're forcing the, the vaccine mandates, while they're pushing all this propaganda, while they're talking about critical race theory and 40,000 different genders and all of the other garbage that's, wow. that's going on in the media Such right a distraction. now. It's all a distraction from the things we're literally using our own taxpayer dollars to slit our country's throat and they're ignoring it or they're benefiting from it themselves. The, the, the real question is, because the, the truth is, if you support open borders, you, you support cartels and you support human slavery as we speak. And we're not talking about 400 years ago. We're talking about slavery today. Joe Biden wow. is the largest human trafficker in the world right now. And if you support open borders, that's what you're supporting. These people know it. And the question I have, what needs to be uncovered is how many of them have been bought off by the cartels? Yeah. We know the cartels, uh, they, they, you know, they, they control Mexico and they control many South American countries and Central American countries. But my fear is that many cities and many politicians uh, in America are, are bought off as well. And you, all you have to do is look at their policies. Anyone in their right mind who understands this, because you can claim ignorance, but you can't claim it any longer. It's, it's right out there in front of your face. If you know what's happening and you're allowing it to happen, uh, the question I have is why or who's paying you? Because clearly uh, many of these people are on the take. No, oh, yeah. I mean, no, nothing 
is making sense with what's happening. I mean, I still can't get over that you have a border patrol agent that is risking his life every day. He's about to potentially lose his job, which again, you got, if you guys have not followed Ben on his Instagram, you need to, what is your Instagram by the way? And I'll put it. Uh, all my social media is either Ben Burquam, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M, uh, just at Ben Burquam on Burquam. Getter and CloudHub and Instagram and all of that. But uh, the censorship is getting crazy or Frontline America, FrontlineAmerica.com. So I'm moving everything over to the conservative social media. And then uh, you can also find a lot of it with Steve Bannon at uh, Real America's Voice, americasvoice.news. Yeah. You guys so have to follow Ben on Instagram. And the reason why, because, I mean, this is where I could find all these videos. All the, Everything that he's talking about, because uh, I'm pretty sure you even posted on your Instagram that conversation with that Border Patrol agent. I did. And, yep. I mean, you can hear the Border Patrol agent saying, I, I don't, man, I'm probably going to lose my job because I'm not going to take the vaccine but then we let people cross the border and walk inside every inside every single day that do not have a vaccine. And now yep. I guess I'm just going to, he said, I'm going to probably move to Texas or Florida, which would be better for him. But still, yeah. this is yeah. the clown world that we're living in, bro. It, it, it breaks my heart because you have good people that have worked their butts off. They've risked their lives. And now they are losing their job because they will not get in line and listen and become a sheep to the Biden regime. Um, Ben, bro, you have, you any, any final thoughts? What, before we let you go, I mean, again, you, we'll put all of the links in his social media in the description of this podcast, but I mean, maybe you can give one, what is one thing that the American citizen can do? The average person, who can they call? How can they get involved? What would you recommend that they do that they can say, Hey, we want to actually be able to do something to help our politicians, keep them accountable in some way. What would you recommend them they do? Every single person. And the only reason I do what I do now, you know, I, I, I could just as easily just spend more time with my family and, and live a, a comfortable life and do a normal job and be home all the time. But I do this because I have children and I want them to grow up in the country that I grew up in, a country where uh, patriotism is supported, where God is the foundation of the nation, where families are uh, a father and a mother uh, working together to, to raise their children that's why I do what I do. And every single American has a part to play. It's just like the body of Christ. We each are a part of that body. And even if you feel like whatever that calling you have is minimal, I, I promise you it's not. Each one of us have a critical role to play. Uh, I, I have my part to play. You have your part to play. And it only works. This nation, uh, this world, what God is calling us to, we are called for such a time as this. So even if you feel discouraged out there, you feel like the election was stolen, you feel like it's hopeless, you look at what's going on at the border, you look at the garbage that's being taught in schools, and you feel like, what the heck can I do? God is in control. In the end of all of this, God is in control. We know who wins in the end, but during this time, we are called to stand. And I, I think to me, that's the biggest encouragement because I'm going to stand, I'm going to fight till the end I know because I know where I'm going, but I want other people to be able to join me there I want other people to be able to live the life that, that you know, I grew up in. Even in California where I grew up, uh, it, it was a great state when I was a kid, and it's just yeah. been destroyed. But I believe that there is a remnant that's being called to stand up in this time. And I have a friend, uh, uh, Henry Fellaini. He, he does this. He's the, he and his wife, Grace and Henry Fellaini, they travel around, and they're prophetic, and they, they, do, uh, they do some amazing work. And he tells this story about fire fishing. He grew up in Louisiana. And they would go out on their boats at night and they would go fire fishing. Originally, you would take a, a flame and, and put it in a, a little canister with a reflector on the back. And that would shine a light out into the water. And it would draw the fish to the boat and you would spear the fish and you'd catch the fish. 
Well, that only worked in the darkest of nights. The, the light mm. was only bright enough to shine in the darkest of nights. And, and, he, and we were talking about that and how right now your light, even if it doesn't feel that bright, it's brighter than it's ever been because it's darker than it's ever been. We are called to stand and to shine right now. And there is a generation that is waiting for it. There is a, a nation, there is a world that is starving for the light that you have inside of you. And each one of us have an opportunity to shine that light. So even if you feel discouraged, I promise you, the, the discouragement that others feel is because they don't see the light that you have. It is yeah. time for you to shine that light. And as we do that, people will be drawn to it. People will realize, I have people come up to me all the time and say, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, I have people that aren't even Christian come up and say, I don't know if I believe what you believe, but I, I, I like what you got. And that's what we are called to do this time. And whether that, as far as like, who do you contact? Every single representative that you have, every single person that is supposed to be representing you, that has sworn an oath to the constitution, call them. And say, yes. look at what's going on here. You need to focus on this, whether it's the border, whatever that issue is in your soul that drives you, that, that, that keeps you awake at night. They need to hear it. They need to hear from you. And, and a lot of times they won't listen. They won't care because you're not writing the checks. Yep. That's, the, that's the sad reality of this. But if you have that ability, if you're that person that has the financial resources, put your money where your mouth is and start using that. Each one of us, some of us are called to be the voices and some of us are called to be the wallets. And yeah. so each one of us, it's the, the, the first thing you do is say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Uh, and Lord, the second question is, how do I do it? Give me the courage to do it. And I promise you, if you take that step, he'll show you the next step and the next step. You won't see the end of it, but you'll know the direction that he's calling you to go. And in the end, uh, you will be blessed and you will bless a nation through it. And I just, uh, that's my encouragement is every Amen, single one bro. of you, you have light to shine. That's so true. I mean, having an eternal mindset is such a key in this day. And Paul talked about it. Jesus talked about it. Do not lay treasures up here on earth because you don't get Amen. to take any of it with you. So make Amen. an impact. Like everything is about making an impact. And I'm telling you, be a joyful giver. I encourage you guys, you make Amen. sure you fo follow Ben on social media, reach out to him, support his work because he's doing, he's doing the job that a lot of people and you guys listening right now in your comfortable car or your comfortable house. I mean, he's in a field right now doing this podcast. Literally. I'm not making this up. If you don't believe me, you got to go to our rumble and look at, you can see birds flying in the background. It's amazing. It's the best. It's a real backdrop. It's not one of these fake Skype ones where it looks like there's some fake, you know, fake field. It's, it's real, but I will, I'll leave us with this. The one thing that's encouraging Ben is that we see the poll numbers dropping. We see that 80%, 75% disagree with these vaccine mandates when it comes to uh, discriminating against people, not, e not able to have a drink of coffee and sitting in a coffee shop um, unless you give the government power over your bloodstream. Uh, that's the good news. We saw what happened in New Jersey where a state that shouldn't even have been close – um, I still think that that was stolen as well because you can look at Bergen County yep. in the middle of the night. But, I mean, you yep. look at New Jersey, you look at what happened in Virginia, you look at what happened in Minneapolis where they rejected replacing the police department. Seattle yep. put in a new Republican city attorney. They're like, listen, a year after Chaz, we don't want this anymore. Give us a Republican. This is what's happened. This is the good news. The good news yep. is the movement is strong. Yes, we got rhinos, but 2022 is the year. And one thing that's well that's encouraging is I mean, I have we have 110 members in our fearless community platform, and I've talked to all 110 of them. And I would say 90% have all said this. I didn't care about politics till about a year ago, but now yep. nothing matters. 
I don't even watch yep. basketball anymore. I don't watch sports anymore. I am fully engaged with what's going on because we are aware. I voted for Biden. I, I voted for Hillary in 2016. But now my eyes are open. People are waking up. The movement is strong, and that is the one thing to be encouraged. So, again, make sure you call your representatives. Find out who your local government officials are. If you don't, Google your city. Google your district. Put in the city council, mayor, governor, uh, congressman. Find out who they are and blow their lines up. Go ahead. And and, and this is this is true. Uh, to your point, there, people are waking up. Uh, be encouraged by that. Don't give up. You know, it's not too far gone. You look at historically, it's been a lot worse. You know, this is uh, you look at Sodom and Gomorrah and a lot of you go yeah. through the Bible and, and just look at history. There's been a, a lot of terrible times in human history and goodness always overcomes ultimately yes. in the end. And we know that. And so be encouraged. Uh, people are waking up. You're seeing that. But there's also there's a time for you to get involved. And the main thing is to find out what it is that you're called to do yep. and do that thing. But this is, you know, one of those things, the left is really good. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. The cliche is, is said, but it's true. You have to make, it's time to make the left's lives as miserable as they've made ours in a godly way. I'm not asking you to sin in your anger. Do not sin, but it's time for them to be uh, made uncomfortable. And these politicians, they hate it. When they get confronted by you, they absolutely hate it. When I go to Washington, D.C., and I see Air, uh, Swalwell, uh, he runs from me. And the yeah. same thing with Bernie Sanders. These guys, I saw that. You, got, you have to it. follow Ben on Instagram. He, he, he seriously, Ben is, I love it. I watch your work, bro. I'm telling you, he is following Bernie, and you followed him for a long time. And even his security is like, please, like, nope, nope. Bernie, you were stalking him. I, but I love it because this is what has to happen. We, have, we, we are where we are today, Ben, because we were the silent majority and our silence has been our compliance that day is over and we have to speak truth you have to speak light because the one way you expose darkness is by revealing and speaking light yes and one last thing support people uh, call joe manchin and say thank you for being the only democrat with the spine and call the rhino republicans and replace them you know these kinzingers obviously thank god he's getting out but these guys these people that do nothing if they're not talking about it yes all of them, Liz Cheney, all of these people, it, you, you know, we've got to get them out of office and get fighters like Marjorie Taylor Greene and like Matt yes. Gates and some of these others, uh, Boebert, that are in there that are actually fighting, uh, like President Trump, that actually that didn't care about being popular. They cared about what was right. That's what we need to do. If they're not doing it, then you need to work to get somebody else in there. That's, that's why I'm so excited about 2022, because that whole rookie class last year yep. was just all of them, just A-listers, man. And that's why yep. we need to get the Robbie Starbucks in there and another 20, yep. 30, or however many it is. We need to get rid of the rhinos because, again, the rhinos are a bigger problem for us than even the left uh, because yep. they are they are con- basically controlled opposition in a sense. But anyways, Ben, bro, thank you so much for taking the time uh, doing this. Seriously, it's a, tr- it's a true honor. And uh, we will definitely uh, catch you later. Everyone that's listening, thank you again. Speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Uh, go over it and make sure you put in your email because if you do, we give you our Constitution Simplified book absolutely for free. We appreciate the support. We will see you next week.